and welcome to Robot Dice Explosion. I'm Ben. I'm Ollie. And we're back after, I don't even know how long, actually. Um, it's been a long time. Well, it's, it's, it's it was complicated by us recording episodes we decided not to publish. Yes, yeah, so th- <laughs> this episode, we're going to try not to muck about too much. This episode is going to be about the uh, playtesting of Bushido, the new edition that will be coming out at some point this year. Very exciting. When uh, GCT released the first draft for playtesting, we recorded a podcast with Adam, who was kind enough to get the train down here, uh, and it was a bit shit, really. Um, it, it was very long. Not the game, the, the, the podcast. It was almost two hours, I think, of us just rattling through traits in the rulebook, which... Did just, not did not produce a great result when we listened back to it. It just would have been dreadful as a podcast. So um, <laughs> we that combined with me, you know, having a a, a young baby and stuff meant that and I I, I didn't get it yeah. uploaded quickly. Yeah. I was skeptical about how good it would be, and then I think we probably missed the boat on like, hey, look at this trade; it's changed because most people who are interested will have spotted that already. Yeah, so. We've now had a chance to play a few games. Yeah. Uh, you've played a little bit more than I played, me. I played three games against three different people against three different factions. Okay, that's so good. pretty good. I've played against Adam's Temple, uh, which got quite frustrating quite quickly. Um, and I played against uh, your Jung yeah. using Savage Wave. Uh, I've played against Colt and Tengu as well. Mm, okay. Well, I lost both games pretty much end of turn two like we just sort of went oh this is pointless <laughs> uh, so when we play tested of course we went okay let's replay yeah. turn two and then play a turn three and yeah. just sort of and so to get some more more actual testing done rather than oh this combat turned out flukily yeah uh, i guess the game's over then shall we play four turns of all teabagging ben <laughs> oh brilliant uh so right so this is going to be more about sort of our general feelings on uh what we've done so far and, and like yeah. things we think are important to notice i guess yeah. and what we think are exciting yeah so how about you start with your jung uh, like a general feeling of the of the faction now yeah um the first thing about jung is that the theme list have changed quite a lot mm-hmm. the announced explicitly based around captains and there is another captain there's three of them yeah. So you get three theme lists. So this is the second faction which has three themes. Yes. The first being uh, ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so actually, which actually gives you access to five different theme lists because there's two Ronin ones. Hmm. Which is really interesting. Yeah, I like the Ronin uh, theme lists. Yes. Um, so basically you have a theme list which is effectively it's the ducks, which is all of the humans and Kami. You have one which is Marie's theme list. Uh, Minimum... Um, Minato would Minato be the is the docks. Yeah. Marie's theme list is as the, the normal humans and the sharks. And then you have uh, Habiki, who is the new captain, mm-hmm. and his black sails, which is all of the monsters, basically. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I get the impression that you, much like Queen of the Waves in, uh, in New Dawn, yeah. in Risen Sun, you're going to have a hard time moving away from Black Sails. Yes, because I like all the animal hybrids. Yeah, for me, for me, the interesting things about factions like Jung and mm. Ito are the gribbly things. Yeah, exactly. It's so like, like, can I have a crab man? 
Well, why would I not take a crab man? A shark man as well? Yeah. Of course I will. It's like with snakes. Yeah. W- would you like Kenzo and Kaihime and everyone who's half snake just yes. running around? The- yes, yes, please. Slithering around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of like, I mean, and, you, and you're right. That's exactly how my, my Ito lists are as well. It's like all of the snake people. Oh. Or at a push, all of the magic people. Yeah. If I wanted to just play people, I would use a different faction. Yeah, I mean, with Ito, that's always the problem. Which is, if I'm not gonna, if I'm gonna take Lords of Izu, probably probably go Prefecture a lot of the time. It's kind of like a Prefecture list without some bonuses. But what I will say, having said that, we were going to talk about your jungle. I'm just yeah. quickly going to say while we're on the topic. Uh, whilst I say that uh, the the Samurai Ito rather than the the Samurai Ryu, it's quick. They've got movement yeah. five phase. Yes, yes. So there is there, a meaning. There is. There. There is in this edition, well there, the there is more reason to choose to run a Samurai Ito list than yeah. there was before. Yeah, before, it really did feel like, well, why? It's a prefecture <clears throat> list without some of the bits. Yeah. Now, that is really not the case. Yeah. So I mean, We'll come back to that in a little yeah. bit. But yeah, you carry on about channel story. Um, so, that's interesting. Um, the captains themselves are quite interesting. Mm-hmm. The, uh, each, of, each of them are 20 rice. And the now handout abilities to the rest of the list, or at least the Kaisoku in the list. And the number of Kaisokus have been reduced, because before it was basically everyone. Hmm. And now it is pretty much just people. I don't think there's any Griblies with Kaisoku. Yeah. In fact, there is not. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that they that, that, that Jason's done that, because... Kaizoku were just so common before. Well, before it didn't... I mean, it mattered a bit. Well, the trouble was you, you'd have uh, Command, I think yes, it was. Yes, it was Command. Or was it Order? It was both, to be fair, it was actually. Bo- it was both of them. Marry, um, which was the problem, because you just... It was the whole list you could have Oh, I'm going to freshen up Tetsu, So, and Lua, and whoever they else I like. like that was just too powerful. Yeah. Um, it's too much of a capsule, where I think now it makes a lot more sense. I mean, sense. even Lua isn't a Kaisoku anymore. He's just Buto. Yeah. And I think thematically it's interesting as well, because it sort of separates your your deck hands, your able seamen, yeah. from your... Specialists? Your specialists, yeah. The, the guys who are there to club the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, you know, I can I can imagine Tetsuso's not too bad, like uh, hoisting a sail or yeah. whatever it is. But he's really there to scramble around on the foredeck when you board someone. He just sort of scramble across and then causes fear and terror while he's tearing the ship yeah. apart. Yeah, that that's what he's there for. Um, yeah, no. So the so the captain's Marie gives uh, advanced uh, scout because forward yeah. deployment is now gone. It's worth pointing out you don't have to take the. Um, Captain to run the theme. The captain or their first mate to no. run the theme. Um, no, it's just that... We'll almost certainly do that. Though. It's just that half the benefits of the theme are effectively tied into captains. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Marie gives uh, Scout 2 to the Kaisoku, mm-hmm. which is nice. She also does Frank, I think, or maybe it's her theme. Um, the theme is uh, two, two friendly jungle models game flag. Yes. So hers is is still pretty much her theme without the um, the broken reroll mechanic. Yeah, the, the reroll mechanic should be pointed out has just not straight up gone. I'm glad because you could just ha- hold that over someone. It was oppressive yeah. and too useful. Yeah, well, it was one of those things where its actual effectiveness was not in using it, but in saying I could use it. I mean, it could be not now, but soon. It's like oh, you rolled a damage roll. Oh, you rolled a two and a six. 
We rolled the stakes. <laughs> oh, look. Turn out you did nothing now. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Oh, excellent. So you use it on someone's defence die, or you use it on a key feat they really need to get off. Like, yeah, it, it, it was too good. And also, for me, that kind of messing with your opponent needs to be mostly in Silver Moon, where they've got that, that's special that cards where they're just... Oh, it's a special card for Silver Moon. That's terrifying. Yeah, I love them. It's um, great. My problem with that is that <clears throat> you have to run models as well. I want to make a Silver Moon list of just cards. <laughs> just one dude and a load of events, which people hate. Yeah. The most frustrating event cards in the game. But... Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you get uh, Scout. You get uh, Powerful Attack. And uh, Habiki. This is the most interesting one to me. Gives you sidestep defense, zero, which is nice. So it gives all Kaito to that. Yes. Yeah. And evasive. Which seems really nice for running objectives. Oh, so this isn't his theme. This is something that he... He does. You can run him in a Ronin theme and he still does that. Amazing. I mean, I'm looking at his theme now. Um... And when a friendly Kaizoku model uses sidestep defense, it gains a key token. Yeah. It's worth pointing out that no Kaizoku model has sidestep, def- sidestep defense inherently. Yeah. That will only happen if you bring so him. So you will literally only ever take that theme with him. Because otherwise all you get is one activation counter extra. I've, I'm, I've been running that theme for three, for three in my three games. And oh, not you have, used haven't him. you? Yeah. You used Timo, who currently can, uh, if you gave him have, that extra I have, activation I have, token. I have not been playing it that way. No, I've been paying not. one key per shot. So we're talking about the key feats that uh, Temo has to give him his bow. Yeah. Which is, is essentially a way of getting around the amount of space on the cards, because um, he would then have three weapons. I think it's doable, but currently mm. he uses a key feat. It's one key, and he basically then gains his short bow. I think, it, I think it's a boost compared to what it was before, because before he had reload, now he just pays a key. Yeah. I'd much rather pay a key than mess around with reload absolutely but the current wording is that he gains this uh this bow and of course all effects end in the end phase if they don't state otherwise but if you give him three activation tokens you can fire this bow three times without reloading yeah obviously that's going to change in the next um iteration next iteration Uh, it's just a small oversight that has like massive uh, implications if you're if you want to be a knob yeah Um, Um, one key to no uh, yeah no i I've, i've been spending a key per shot yeah, because that's, that's clearly it how it's supposed to be. I mean, you still get to fire it three times. Yeah. I haven't done that yet, but I've threatened people with it. The second two times it is not as accurate. No, but he's pretty accurate to start with. Yeah. Also, it has massive range. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the captains and the interplay with their theme list are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Hibiki's list, literally you only get half of it if you bring him. Yeah. Um, And they feed into each other. And obviously Minato, um, like he can only bring pretty much Kaisoku. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, overall, I think it's good. So, how are you feeling about um, the various models and how they've changed for this uh, um, playtest edition? Well, Tetsuso got better and yeah. cheaper. Yeah, I- I'm a fan. Tetsuso was a knob before, especially with the placement effect that you could get from the um, yes. The uh, that, Queen that, of the Waves theme, that can't which is ha- still there. Yes, but he's not in that theme. Ah. So he can't be placed anymore. And he's movement five. Now, he's movement he? five. So he's gained a movement. Yes. I think he's probably going to be losing range defense. Yes. I mean, he effectively gained a movement, 
the two variable effects you chose at the start of the turn, he gained both of them inherently, mm-hmm. and then he got high for half for rice cheaper. Yeah. Oh, and he got critical uh, strike. <clears throat> yes, because uh, all, all yeah. crab claws yeah. are critical strike. Now. Yeah. Critical attack, I think it's called now. Sure. Yeah, it would be because yeah. one word and then whether it's attack or defense. Um, is that it just it has critical attack one? One, yeah. Okay. Both of them are critical attack one. Yeah. Um oh yeah, critical attack zero would just be like, I guess I'll take that. Yeah. Automatically. Yeah. Well so uh Savage Wave, Whacker, when he throws his yeah. head, it's treated as a critical attack, even though it's a ranged attack. Yeah. Uh which actually, I think, in terms of uh, the way that the rules templating works, why not? Yeah. Uh, why not apply? I mean, I, why even say it's treated as a critical attack? You could just put critical, critical attack, attack zero, zero on the ranged weapon. Yeah. And it's like, you, even critical attack one could maybe work with because if you take a, a, a die out when you're throwing, yeah, there's no like mechanically, it seems fine. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think it would be clear. I think people would read it and be yeah. like, okay, I know what it, that does. it wouldn't be confusing. I don't yeah. think. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, the interesting thing, and this is something I haven't tried yet, but I'm looking forward to, is uh, Riotta charging for free. Mm. Effectively, yeah. Well, you know, he, he does charge for free. No. So what he what he does is, oh yeah, he charges. You charge someone who's simple. leading, then you get Bansai, which means that instead of a complex action, it's a simple action. Yeah. So he charges for effectively one activation token. You then do a wound. Then he uses his key feed for one key. I think it is. And then he gets an activation token back. Um, so you've effectively charged for one key. Yeah. And there's a lot of bleed in Jung now. Yes. Uh, they've changed it so harpoons now ha- put Yeah, but also um, <coughs> the, the lowest level um, Tasoku, all of their melee attacks do bleed. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. And to yeah. be fair, I haven't looked a great deal at the No, I haven't, I haven't and, and I didn't use them when we played. Um, so yeah, the sharks obviously do bleed. Harpoons do bleed. Is it the guys with the hooks? Yes. Ah. Yeah, not not the net guys. Yeah. Oh, I keep making, I can't remember which one I'm, that was called what. Uh, no, I can't remember, to be honest. But everyone knows the, what we mean. Yeah, the, the, the Kohanin. Yeah. They have... Um, Minus, minus one melee strength, but bleed one one and drag defense one on their weapon. Nice. I mean, drag defense obviously does no damage, but no. But if, if you need it, like bleed one on a cheap model, the eight rice. Hmm. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So the sharks, I think, uh, have gotten very interesting. Yeah. Errata was previously a model I didn't actually own. Hmm. Because why would you? Impetuous is a big it's a massive drawback. drawback. Part of me would like to see it be conditional, a key check. Yeah, it can be a difficult key check, but yeah. a key check nonetheless. Yeah, so that you aren't. It, the trouble is, you're handing your opponent a certainty. Yeah, and obviously, you can queue up where he is at the end of your turn. If you're lucky enough yes. to have enough activations, you can go. Oh, I'll just set him. I'll, he'll be my last activation. Every turn, yeah. when, when I can help it, yeah, and, and then he'll be here, so I know what do. he's doing next turn, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's still handing your opponent a certainty, which I don't like so much, especially where stupid has now changed. Yeah, because stupid before was even worse because it wasn't you had to activate first; it was you don't activate. Yeah, uh, although that was based on a test. Yeah, 
Um, But he is now cheap enough and that he might be interesting. Yeah, so the second version of the playtest reduced him to 10 rocks. 10, yeah. Um, So, yeah, he's he's a bargain if you want someone to murder people. Yeah. And, I mean, things... You do need to spend three key, effectively, to really get value out of him. Hmm. Because if he's not removing defense dice, he's not that impressive. But his ability to murder people for what would be in uh, New Dawn, five rice, yeah. is it's quite pretty impressive. extraordinary. And yeah. obviously that is compensating for the impetuous. It's interesting, with, with Nayako for the Ito, she's got impetuous, which is always a pain in the ass. but it's less of a pain in the ass with her. She was eight rice in the old edition. Yeah. Which is quite costly, but she was fear five, so now fear six. But... The fact is she had the ranged attack which could put blind tokens on people. Yeah. So activating her first was annoying, but you could usually blind anyone who would then cause you a threat. Yeah. So Also, having a range attack and impetuous versus having melee attacks and impetuous are quite different things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least they're not berserk, I suppose. But... Yeah, no, they are aggressive and you yeah. can't take weight actions. Yeah. Which is significant. Like low-key. Uh, significant. Berserk, isn't it? Um, not being able to take weight action. Yeah. Or focus, but you're probably not, never going to focus the sharks. I mean, I, sometimes I focus with models that you wouldn't normally focus with turn one just to make sure that then going into turn two and three, especially if they're a fast-moving melee model, yes. you're going in tanked up on, on, on oh, key. key. Especially with Jung, I suppose, where you can actually move some of your models around with some of the special cards and yeah. uh, abilities. It's not impossible, yeah. but it's unlikely. Yeah. And, and now it is impossible. And now you can't. <laughs> Quite literally. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting with Jung. I don't find that you need key as much as you do with some other factions. Yeah. There is some there's some specific models that, that wants their key, but a lot of them can quite happily not spend very much. Yeah, I mean, the strength I've seen with Jung in the previous edition is numbers. They can put out so many decent, cheap yeah. profiles. Uh, who who can be quite defensive as well, so you can screen with them really nicely and they probably won't get killed, and then you can counter. But you've also got the movement um, stuff where you can pull models in and then just yeah. dogpile them. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the list I've been running is seven models, and it's really tanky. Yeah, well, see, you're the other side of it, where you've got models which are actually surprisingly tanky. I mean, Tetsuso, tanky, but also powerful. If you a, don't in, respect in a, him, he will yeah. just randomly kill someone. Lua? Like, he's a buto, so he's got loads of wounds and tough. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, you can drop an axe on people. So it's, it's, it's a really interesting... Fa- and the super short range uh, ranged attacks that you get as well, yeah. with the exception of uh, Temo, yeah. you've got a bunch of people throwing nets, yeah. and then, what, three different models with handguns? Potentially yes. four now. Oh, and now you've got the harpoons as well, but they're yeah. super short range as well. Yeah, they're six, six max. I really like the Jung. They're very different from everything else. Yeah whilst still having some that, aspects of other things. Yeah, and I think they have some quite specific things they do or themes that they sort of adhere to. Yeah. And I think it's actually been enhanced with the new edition. Yeah. I, d- I definitely think making not everything a Kaizoku has been a big part of that as well. It, it has made a very nice sort of duality to the faction where you have the Kaizoku and the, you can do all sorts of things to them, mm. but they start out as people and then you have all the monsters. Yeah. Which do many varied and horrific things to your opponent, pretty much. I think the only model that you 
mentioned that you're not too keen on is Asami. Yes. To change from last edition to this edition. Yes. I'm struggling to see when I would spend 16 rights on her. So she's a, a placement manipulator, isn't she? She'll, she'll move your opponent's models around. Yes. Will she move your models around? Nope. Range attack. Okay. You can't shoot your own stuff as far as I'm Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so, if it were a key feat. Yeah. Uh, no, her only key feat is cleansing. No, that's not true. She could, Her other key feat is, oh, I, met, I add some extra stuff to my uh, range attack. But, yeah. No, she's... <clears throat> I'm not impressed. Okay. Which is a shame, because she was very interesting before. She lost, lost the ability to hand out stupid, basically. Yeah, I mean... Stupid obviously has changed now, but being able to hand out stupid was uh, a big deal. Yeah. Um, so now she is... Um, she removes debuffing from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she does have the ability to get a range attack knockdown. But at the minute, uh, harpoons do that and do more stuff anyway. Yeah, uh, I have I, raised my concerns about harpoons. I, I think harpoons, as they exist at the moment, are broken. You do have to cause damage, and they are short range. Yes. But because they're lightweight, you can move, move up five, four inches and then throw them. So their threat range is then what? What's the range normally of them? Two, four, six. So it's max ten Potential inch. ten inch range. Okay. You probably, you probably want to be within six. Yes. Because you really want to make it as easy as possible to hit, because the two people with harpoons are range skill two. Yeah. So uh, someone uh, queried that there are two models with Harpoon. The second one is Ashinaga Tanaga, yes. who I believe you can have in the theme lists as yes. well. Yes, uh, because he's a Ronin... Um, oh, what's the name for the monsters? Yokai. Yokai. Uh, yeah, so I think two... It is 29 rice if you want to bring both of them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not insignificant, but it's also not that big a deal. It's just under a third of your list. Hmm. And I have no doubt that there will be a harpoon model uh, in the future. Well, seems, it seems it's an obvious thing to yeah. do. It also feeds into a lot of things that Jung already do. So it's a very thematic weapon for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- and at that point, I, I become a little bit worried about it. I, the thing that I really worry about is that you can you can take down massive Oni, like you make them prone, basically just by causing a wound. Yes, they're tough, but they're huge. Mm-hmm. So oh, you're, 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 you're hitting hit. really easy. Yeah, and that. I mean, that, that bothers me a little bit. I would like to see like a strength check. What what happened uh, in our not game? Strength check. What? Size test. Yeah, remember what game you're playing? Size yeah. test is basically a similar thing. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what what happened in one of the iteration of our game where uh, Yori walks up, harpoons Wacker, and then Arata goes like, "Well, this seems like fun." Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a problem. Yeah. Like you're on the ground, he has charging bonus, depending on which shark it is, they have various melee bonuses. Hmm. Like it's all kinds of badness for you, and it's quite easy to set up. So in addition to the size test, uh, I suggested that actually it doesn't need to have uh damage caused. Because at that point you are you're able to pull people. Yeah. And pull them over. Yeah. But obviously, you don't necessarily need a wound. But it's not guaranteed that you're pulling them over. Yes. I, I like that change so quite it makes a lot, it actually. more dependent on the, the big thing. Which means that, yeah, so it's the control effect is ultimately slightly less reliable. Yeah. But you can 
attempted just by landing a hit. Yeah. And for me, if you look at a harpoon, currently it's a bleed delivery system. Yeah. It's a proning system. And And it's a placement manipulation system. Oh, and also you can cause wounds. Yeah. It's really good. (laughs) There's so many things there. And... You say the two models that can do it. Oh, okay, yes, they only have uh, range skill two. It's only until someone has range skill three Yeah, with that. Oh, that would be horrifying. At, at that point, it becomes super scary. But currently, you're not even bothered about... As long as you cause one damage... Yeah. I j- one wound is all I'm asking for. Yeah, because I've got the bleed on you, and you're, you're down. prone, and you're an inch closer to my... like. Shark who's coming screaming in from my board oh, edge. Six guys with nets and clubs. <laughs> like it doesn't. Not that they have clubs, but get my point. Yeah, uh, no, they got fish hooks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That worries me a little bit. I'd be interested to see where it goes. I, I'm less worried about it in isolation now. Slightly more going forward. I think it's just slightly more powerful than it needs to be. Mm. Um, and so you're better off now toning it down yeah. rather than later on going like oh we would like to do this but because harpoons are so good yeah. we can't yeah um and yes <clears throat> like once it is out in the wilds and people start playing against it you will go like oh that guy has a harpoon he needs to die right now yeah although one of my worries in the faction is i know you like your griblies but if you go with just a load of kaizoku it's very easy to keep your harpooners safe until you want them to do stuff. Oh yeah, I got, I, you can easily go like, oh, I have half my list, which is five models mm. in front of him. What I will say is with the changes to cover, a lot of models are going to be getting cover a lot of the time. Yes. Especially if you have your harpooner stood behind one of his mates. Yes. Even if he's right next to his mate and your model, your opponent's model is like four inches away, your opponent's model is getting cover because of... Uh, because of which is where, which is also where the additional activation token you potentially could put on Yori becomes super handy. Yeah. I know it takes extra time, hmm. but he can have three activation tokens. Yeah. He can hit you anywhere on the board. Pretty much. Yeah. Like you move you move four, you move four, and you move four and shoot up to six. My biggest concern is Vins with that, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Oh, Tetsuso's my Vin. He moves three times. He can't be can't be he's not a Kasoku. The activation tokens oh, only, only for Kaisoku. Oh, there we go. Go back to my previous point about not everything being a Kaisoku being yeah. a good thing. Yes, because it, it means that the two... There's the three models you might worry about getting it, to my mind, is Temo. Hmm. Ah, oh, his movement's toilet, of His movement so. is three. Yeah. Um, it's more like, oh, you can shoot three times. Yeah, yeah but that's probably okay. If, if it goes to three rise, he only generates two a turn. So you can't shoot three times every turn. Yeah. Um, Yori. Oh, he's just quite decent. Um, I never used him before because he has the whole, oh, fire, I enhance fire things and Young doesn't. So I saw like, well, that's garbage. Why would I want to do that? But he does lots of other things and you should seriously consider him. Ever since he came out, people were like, he makes fire worse, but there's nothing that gives fire out. Give it time. Like he's he's future proofed. It, it does raise questions about like maybe the order of release there, but um, yeah. But so the way to read like it, it. the way to read his card is basically ignore the bit about fire. Okay. He also, and this is important, he hand out, out fearless. Yes, I mean it goes along with aggressive and unstable. So start without drawbacks. Yeah, um, because you basically get drunk. Yeah, but. If you're facing something like Wraith, who has uh, Dread and Fear Six, 
yeah, being fearless is really good. Um, yeah, that's a, he's an interesting model when you've introduced that and the fire thing. Does he still do the fire thing? Yeah. Because he just throws his, his booze on, yeah, the, yeah. on the fire. It doesn't do anything else. So yeah. effectively he has a dead key feed at the moment. And nothing can hand out key nope. feed, uh, fire at the nope. moment. Um, the last model you might worry about is Dory. Because he can shoot and reload his gun completely every turn. Is it every turn now? It used to be once per game. No, 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 no. Okay. But because it's reload too. If you give him an extra activation token, he oh, can shoot and then wait twice. So he gets to shoot every turn. Huh. Is yep. probably fine? I haven't tried him yet, so I don't know. The thing is, if you if you combine such things... If you were able to activate over and over again, like if you out-activate your opponent and then yeah. Dury's like, so I've still got three activation tokens. Yeah, that's horrifying. Uh, <laughs> but... I don't think that's going to happen the majority of the time, even though you can put out a bunch of cheap profiles. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, your opponent's going to have, and it's one of the things I love about Bushido, he's going to have the opportunity to react and prevent things happening. Also, you do it once, and then your opponent goes like, so let's try and make sure that doesn't happen again. Well, exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think there's a bunch of interesting things. Um... I just made up a list entirely different from the one I wrote in the last three games. Cool. Yeah, um, so we're playing on Tuesday, aren't we? Yes. I think I'm going to run Ito. What are you thinking on Ito at the minute? Because I've basically just played around with lots and lots of junk. Because there's so many interesting things. So I played the Blessed against Adam and got owned. Uh, and I'll talk a little bit about the themes and stuff in a bit, but I've played the Blessed against him. Um, I've been trying to put together a Lords of Izu list, but the snakes just arrived. Um, the three, uh, three the little ones. one rice snakes. Uh, and I kind of want to run them. You can't run them in Lords of Izu, so I might just run a generic list, theme- yeah. themeless or whatever. Because they, they seem interesting. I'm sort of easily distracted. Um, I would like to... I've not run... Oh, I can't remember his name. The uh, Ashigaru Gunso. Okay. Who can, I think he puts out bleed, actually. Maybe. Possible. Yeah, he's the one who, uh, if if your model has a charging bonus, it yeah. goes away if it's uh, in base contact with a model that's in base contact with my Ashigaru Gunso. Okay. Or a model which is in base contact with him. So he's sort so of he can a, form a, a defensive a line defensive of Ashigaru. Line. Yeah, that's really and interesting. Like, these fucking sharks can piss off. Does that work against Bansai? Because that's Bansai isn't a charging bonus. A no. charging bonus is a... Yeah, charge bonus, thing. yeah. So the sharks both have one. Yeah. And so it goes away. The the Minamoto bear. Oh. Oh, were well, you going to slam me? No, you're not. Anything uh, that screws over the bear I'm in favour of? <laughs> fuck the bear. <laughs> the bear's terrifying. Um, right, so... I think we're just going to take a quick break to see what's going on with my son. Yeah. And uh, then we'll resume with some Ito talk. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we are joined by our guest, six-month-old Owen, who... Uh, Undoubtedly will have something to say. At he's some he's going to have contributions, I don't doubt it. But uh, if, if, <laughs> if he gets too squealy, then we might just have to postpone and, and do a little bit more later on. Uh, or we might just have some background squealing, uh, which you can all just uh, enjoy, deal with. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we're going to talk about Ito. Uh, now it's been a, quite a while since I played my game against Adam. Um, but I ran the Blessed. Yeah. And I thought the Blessed was a really good theme before. Yes. Because you uh, you got the you got all the cool models. Yeah. As, but as, also as, all your Shisai got double key generation in the first turn. Yeah. Which so, meant he had enough power to be good. Yeah. Now what happens is that all your um, all your heavy or your snake people yeah. get uh, double key in the first turn, which oh is massive. Uh, it oh, means I, I mean, just, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, you go. I'm trying to get to the uh, the bottom of this document one-handed, which is interesting. Right, so friendly Shisai gain double key token. Oh, it's oh, it might have changed. It has changed. So when I played it, yeah, all of <laughs> it might have even been everyone with. Uh, Blood of Orochi or something like that got double key tokens, which just I meant think I think it was loads actually. of key. But they didn't help me against Temple. Uh, Master Akari is a knob. I hate him. Yeah. And he will not die. He doesn't really do much other than just bleed activations out of people. Yeah, but in Bushido, that's a killer. Oh, yeah. Um, so it seems now it's changed to double key tokens on the Shisai again. Yeah. The first turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, throughout the whole game would be glorious. Yeah. Um, perhaps not for your opponent, though. Yeah. Uh, then you've got heavy, one heavy or heavy model <laughs> uh, each turn gets... Uh, it, it, their cap of Blood of Orochi tokens goes up to three rather than two. So it means they can get more poison tokens to put out on people. Okay. Which is fine. Kaihime probably going to get it all the time. Uh, well, and- that was sort of always <clears throat> the... Certainly when I was playing, yeah. I sort of did default status. So, Kahime gets poison 2-2. Two, two. I guess I have something left over to give to someone plus else. She's one strength at range. Yeah, because uh, why not? Now I have this 15-inch zone of denial. I'm just like, that, it's like, oh, did you step something... <laughs> did you walk something who is not super tanky into this zone? Yeah. Would you like it to die? <laughs> because I can make that happen. You also, during deployment, get virtue tokens uh, on up to two friendly yes. faction models. Now, I think, and I'm not sure, but this may be the only way to get virtue tokens in the Ito list. There is a Ronin upgrade that does it as well. Ah, yes, Paragon? I think, uh, I think so. Yeah. So, uh, the virtue tokens can be used, any of your Shisai uh, have abilities which yeah. uh, can be, you can trigger by virtue tokens, tokens to, yeah. to use. Uh, and I think, I think, uh, the Medusa lady, whatever her name is, Mizuki, she might have something as well. Uh, she certainly used to. Um, I'm being climbed upon this interesting kind of podcast at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Um, okay, here she is. Uh, oh no, she doesn't seem to have anything anymore. So it looks like it's just the Shisai, which is probably a thematic choice. That's um, interesting. Yeah, uh, one of the most interesting things in the theme for me, though, is you can now have uh, the Jade Mamba Guard in there. Ooh. Because, background-wise, they're the uh, the guardians of... Well, they're, they're bodyguards yeah. of Shisai and, and yeah. Samurai. So 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 it makes sense to be able sh- to get them in there. This should be in the Shisai theme, yes. It also... It just allows a little bit more uh, like reliable combat models. Like, low cost, but reliable combat models to the Blessed theme. Ma- Which probably make really it easier to, to actually ones. run Shisai because the problem I found with with it before was that you can run all the snake people yeah. and that's a pretty good combat list. Yeah, or you can run all the Shisai and that might or might not be a pretty good control list. Yeah, pretty swinging. I found it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, what the main thing which fixed the Shisai 
problem. I know. It was Kiyu, who yeah. uh, who's like a sort of combat denial. She's like he's not a, he's not a caster. Yeah, but he can he can hold a line really well. He yeah. can deny which, uh, which was all, always the problem before was that you had some fragile, expensive models that did interesting and sometimes really good effects. Yeah, but your opponent might just be able to just pile straight through and kill straight up kill an important model before you could take them down. Yeah. So what I found in that game, I, I I wish I could remember what I ran. I think I ran the two... Oh, no, you're here. <laughs> uh, I ran the two cheaper uh, female she yeah. plus Q. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what else I ran. I think I might have run... A, I might have run Takeji. Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, that's my problem. Do I need to put you down over here? I mean, your game was also, if I remember correctly, blighted a little bit by um, the fact that Bushido used very few dice, really. My Tango game was a little bit the same. Turns out if you roll lots of fives and sixes and your opponent rolls twos and threes, Bushido's a lot easier. <laughs> yes. Sorry, just getting a fluffy um, monkey. Which, which was a little... It wasn't entirely that way, but it was a little bit that way in my game against Tengu. Yeah, Bushido Bites Very Nature can be a little bit swingy. Yeah, just um, because a lot of things are decided by, oh, I rolled three dice against your two dice. Um, my three dice were high, your two dice were low. Yeah. Sorry, this model is just dead? Yeah. I, I did one thing that I got on really well with. I, the Shisai feel much more useful now. Yeah. Especially uh, oh, the floaty one. That's Satsuki, I think. I think so. Yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was the useful one before, the, the less uh, attractive model. Sakura uh, is now much more useful. But being able to just put Poison 2 on people yeah. was great. Uh, because uh, I think... Oh, who is it? It's Akari, actually. I, I almost killed him with Poison. But then, nice. then Master X just healed him. And, uh, and then that was that. Healing is so annoying <laughs> when you're not doing it. That is the one thing I'm missing. I'm, I'm quite glad that they've moved Healing Balm away from being a generic card. Oh, it was dumb. Yeah, especially in like a cult list. I really hated it on Gok because it was just so... Oh, yeah. The... Anti-thematic, I suppose. Well, it didn't make and any sense. Almost broken mechanically. <laughs> and it also felt quite oppressive in that list. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to cut myself for key. Oh, I healed myself. Huh. So, yeah, it was, it was daft. One um, rise for just loads of extra key for the entire game. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I'm going to go into general thoughts because I can't remember a great deal of that game, unfortunately. Um, I've got bad brain. So, I'm trying to think of the Lord of, Lords of Izu list at the moment. Now, in the old edition, yeah. in the second edition, Lords of Izu was definitely the poorer uh, list. Theme. Yes, I um, remember looking at it multiple times and going like, "I'm even with my my lover lover um, animal hybrids." Apparently, <laughs> um, that just did not seem to be like all of the good benefits. Wine blessed as well. Yeah, so the, it seems to have changed now. To uh, in the end phase, poison damage ignores the tough trait. You're not putting out, out as much poison with Lords of Izu, but you can. There's some special cards which can increase yeah. that and stuff. So that's lovely. And Actually, against certain lists, like an alpha list, you will actually be doing more with Poison than Blessed Wood. Yes, which is interesting. I'm okay with that. It's quite specific. 
Yes. Uh, certainly be good against cult as well. Uh, yeah. Where I suppose you're a combat list and cult could really like bog down your activations. Um, during deployment, one Ito Samurai gains leadership friendly plus one six inches until the end of the game. Now that is great. Uh, yes, the trouble is... Because fear is potentially a problem. Yeah, we'll this, this is the list where you're going to be point. taking a bunch of key one models. So yes. you need to have something which bolsters you against that. Uh, the only bummer really is that Satoshi has lost order i think it was that he used to have or command i can never remember which way around it is the one which freshened up three ashigaru yes he's lost think, that yeah he's gained leadership ashigaru yeah well this is a list where you're going to be running a bunch of ashigaru normally so you're gaining leadership but you stack though don't you you're probably already going to get do they i think you do oh, don't make me look things up all um because if, time. because if you stack that's actually very good right i'm almost there i'm like printed out one Leadership. Whilst within Y inches, friendly models add X to the highest dice when taking a fear test. In, if in rain, use only the highest uh, value. So that's not so great. Oh, you that's, a, that's a shame. I mean, it does allow you to have two bubbles on the board. Yes, it does. It does allow you to not just be concentrated in a single lump moving forward. But six inches on a Bushido board? It's quite, yeah. It's, it's, it's effectively bubble. your combat area. Yeah. Uh, so, but the thing is, it doesn't. It means you're not forced into taking Satoshi. Yes. Um, uh, Satoshi's also lost his uh, ability to be uh, tough, I think. Tough too. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go and look him up. But he's changed uh, quite a bit to be less tanky, but that's part of the general approach to Ito. Dropping st- uh, generic, well, dropping most models down to five wounds uh, rather than six, but making everyone a little bit quicker. Yeah, uh, the same as sort of happened to Tengu. Yeah, I haven't really looked at Tengu. That was suddenly before. when I when I played, Craig was like, "Oh, I have, have less armor and, and things, but Good. extra extra speed." Yes, something just fell over upstairs. So I'm gonna get a tube. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so. We actually had some really interesting bits where he had the, um, uh, oh, the the renegade one, the flightless one. Yeah. Charge, yeah. Charge basically across the table to just take out Temo. Wow. He, I mean, he's meant to be the roadrunner essentially. I think yeah. that was the the brief that uh, that James. He certainly gave. was, and so the, so the interesting thing was because he hadn't really looked at his profiles that much before we played. Yeah. So it was sort of an exploration of, oh, you do this now, hmm. um, but it seems on the whole topic of speed because you have um, most of them have cloud walk. Yeah. You can do some really interesting things where you get to ignore your opponent's front line, hmm. and can also because char- charging has changed. Giving you massive amount of threat range, actually. Yeah. So you are able to go like, well, that model there in the second line is going to be a problem. I'm going to I'm going to charge it right now. Yeah. Against you uh, with uh, with my savage wave, uh, your charges were yeah a lot more scary because of the new rules of how charging works. Yeah. Rather than having to go center to center, you it's, can you can charge to an edge. Um, yeah, it's actually or even practical. a zone of control and then move into the edge. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's changed yeah. since uh, a think, draft from last year sometime. But um, I think that was how <clears throat> I remember it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, the other thing that Lords of Ezo get is uh, starting phase add two Blood of Roach tokens to the pool. Um, 
That's good because it allows you that poison, which then ignores the tough trait. Yeah. Um, Lords of Isu are they're a combat theme and with quite a lot of models. Uh, yeah. They're now quick, so they are significantly. I actually, different I think it, it's potentially an interesting list. Yeah. I may run it on Tuesday, but I, I just I do really want to try out the snakes. I think but that's because they're new. Also, I haven't glued them to bases or anything yet. Uh, I think the, so. I think maybe the, and, won't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but but animal swarms is an interesting development. Well, uh, what do you mean animal swarms? Cause like, like like multiple smaller animals that activate on, on together. a card. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. No, they don't have group. Oh, they don't have group. group oh, oh no, they do. They do. Yeah. There it is. Um, yeah, well, you've got the, the crabs coming out for the jung uh, yeah. any time now. Um, Looking forward to that, because what jung need is more annoying models. <laughs> yeah, you've basically got the tankiest model in the game, and I think it's like one rice. It doesn't <laughs> do anything, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, so, oh, I'm a bit scatterbrained, because uh, this was a while back, and I've got a six-month-old baby on my yeah. lap. But, uh, yeah... I will give Lords of Ito a try, maybe. I think. Yeah. But generally, with the Ito, I like that they've made them quicker. Less tanky. Yeah. So everyone's gone down to five wounds. If they're heavy, I think they've gone down to six wounds as opposed to eight, which they were before. Yeah, it was it was very good. Yeah, Satoshi, I think, is at six wounds to reflect the fact that he is a beast of a man. He's massive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I think the done well in differentiating them from yeah. the other samurai faction. Well, especially with the introduction of another samurai family in the Minamoto. It's really yes. important because when a couple of people when the Minamoto came out said, oh, well, they're the armor faction now, but I thought that's what Prefecture were. Like, well, Prefecture were, but Prefecture also have a bunch of other tricks up their sleeve. Yeah. They also have a dragon, um, but they have, they have firearms, which uh, the Minamoto don't really do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it becomes the more samurai families you have, the more important it becomes to make sure that each samurai family is very distinct. Yeah. And of course, at some point, there'll be the Shiho, which, uh, I'm sorry, is that the Eagle Clan? I, I forget. But they, uh, they'll have to be a little bit different again. Yeah. But I think they are sort of outlaws now, so okay. that could be interesting. But yeah. uh, I might be getting my background confused again going to blame the dad brain um, uh, so yeah that's that's my thoughts on Eater at the moment which obviously probably isn't that no, comprehensive but, but well yeah but the important thing is that you've changed them a bit yeah. they're now much more themed towards <laughs> less tankiness but more speed yeah and yeah which is interesting I think there's still a glass cannon I mean you still got uh, <laughs> They're meant to be a glass cannon uh, currently, but they will be a glass cannon in the future. Yeah. Especially with models like Kenzo. Uh, yeah, just... Oh, I'm looking forward to trying out Itsunagi, because uh, he's just a straight killer. Uh, he got better in, towards the end of uh, the current edition. Yeah. Uh, getting his range defence and so on. But uh, he's, He looks really interesting now. Oh, I just got kicked in the testicle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got heat-seeking heels, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay, so uh, I'm going to see if I can find uh, a spot where I can put this guy down and he can try crawling. 
Normally that's a noisy, uh, noisy thing, but I'm going to put him away from the microphone. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, sure. Uh, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about my experience with Savage Wave. Yeah. Uh, against your jam. Cool. Back in a sec. Thank you to Mastercraft Miniatures for sponsoring this podcast. That's okay, mate. Uh, Mastercraft Miniatures produce shoulder pads and hands for Space Marines, Japanese scenery, uh, lanterns and so on, as well as some animals like tortoises and birds and toads and things like that. Uh, I also stock miniatures for Eden, which is a post-apocalyptic wasteland game. Uh, they also, I also have some miniatures from Mal Miniatures and Golem Miniatures. Uh, both really nice, but not for any particular game. You can find Mastercrafted Miniatures at mastercrafted.co.uk, at MCMinis on Twitter, and Mastercrafted Miniatures on Facebook and Instagram. We should also thank Narbicus for producing our intro and outro music. He's not anywhere on the internet, so you can't find him. Okay, we're back again. Owen has left us, so there shouldn't be so much background noise now, or foreground screaming. Um, so we're going to talk about Savage Wave. I ran my Savage Wave against you last week at some point. Yeah. I can't remember exactly Sunday, when. A week ago. The main reason I, I chose to run Savage Wave is that I'd taken them to a tournament. I'd taken them. Smock? No, not Smock. Um, Bonescon. Was it Bonescon? Maybe. Ah. Maybe it was Bonescon and uh, and the, the Grandmasters. I think it was both think, tournaments yeah, last year. Um and I was running brothers, like filling the gaps with Bacamona. Yeah. Uh, and I had a sideboard of some other Bacamono stuff and, and Wacker and stuff like that. So what I decided was basically run a similar thing, but without the brothers, leaving me more space for other things. I had surprisingly few things in in the end, and I had to rework the little Yeah, our lists were the same size. Yeah, but when... I, okay, so the things I had were the, uh, the Bacamono Batrider. Yeah. And Wacker, who, a quick side note about Wacker, is that in the first edition, he was able to throw the Buddha head, head yeah. and then pick it up again, yeah. which was really cool. And someone raised this on the Facebook uh, uh, group, yeah. uh, mentioned it to Jason, and Jason was like, wow, I hadn't seen that. And sure enough, we get a new version of Wacker pretty much straight away, so obviously Jason's excited about it, uh, where he can pick up the head... Well, basically, you can Temper- pick up any 30 mil uh, destructible, destructible terrain. terrain. I still can't bring myself to say destroyable. It just sounds wrong. Um, anyway, so you can pick up the head. Or oh, yeah. Any, that is, yeah, yeah that it should is. be destructible. They're both viable words. I just, y- yes, one of them is right and one of them is wrong. <laughs> so he can now pick up the head or any other piece of 30 mil destructible terrain. So that's really cool. I really like that Jason's listening to like, yeah. that. Because that's a fun thing that obviously went away with second edition because it was clunky. It was a whole extra card yeah. for his head. For the head and I think it was uh, for Oni Rage before everything was yeah, before Oni Rage yeah. was brought into the rule book. But yeah, I thought that was really cool. So when I saw that he'd done that, I was like, well, I was thinking about taking Wacker. I'm definitely taking Wacker. Out goes Goro. Uh so that uh those two, Wacker and the and the Bat Rider. Track the samurai bakamono, yeah. Heretzna the uh, ninja, ninja bakamono, then trapping, yeah. Oh, I'm struggling now. A boomer oh, and a set of boomers. One base of boomers. Yeah. 
So I'm going to quickly go through the things I haven't spoken about already. So the boomers, you can now take two of them, yeah. which is great. Uh, they no longer have heavy. heavy, which means that they can move and fire. It's obviously a negative, but they can do it. Whereas before, you'd set them up and then they just have to wait. I hope for something to one into where yeah. you want to shoot it. And they still have any range skill too. Uh, yeah, but that, that's an interesting thing about that. We'll get to that. <laughs> that's one of those things where I'm like, I kind of want to run this as a surprise. Do I talk about it in the podcast? Of course I do. Because yeah. Also, it's well, a playtest. It should probably be raised just to make sure it's fine. So <laughs> I think it is. But... <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about that now. Uh, the I'm going to have to remember what the thing is. Uh, yeah. I'm just, just going to skip to the end of this document. So, Oh, I also took uh, the totem pole. Uh, which is a 30mm terrain base, uh, impossible blocking, destroyable terrain element, which adds two key to the Bakamono horde card every turn for two rice, which is glorious. I love it. I don't think I'll ever leave home without it if I'm taking a Bakamono heavy list. I also took it because then if Wacker threw his head, he could pick that up and then throw that at someone as well. Idol of the Deep is the one you're thinking of. Right, so Idol of the Deep is another 30mm terrain piece, so I'm just loading up on Wacker ammo for no good reason, really, but uh, because I can. Yeah. Uh, 30mm base, impassable, blocking, destroyable, believer, bakamono, base to base, one, two rice. So it's going to make the key feats of any bakamono and base to base with it one cheaper. But of course, with the new bakamono horde card, it's not a, I'm pretty sure it's not a specific Bakamono which is uh, causing darkness. So you're then getting darkness for one key cheaper, mm-hmm. which is great. But also, key boosts are key, key feats. So that means that the boomers can boost their, their range skill for two key rather than three, mm-hmm. which actually makes it viable turn two, yeah. which of course is when they're going to shoot. Yeah. So I am... Really tempted to run that combo. I don't think there's anything broken about that. I think it's just useful. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I did, it doesn't strike me as, oh, this might be too much. It just strikes me as, well, that's a cool thing to set up. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to quickly check the text for Believer, which shouldn't take long with F3. Right, there we are. Friendly models within Y inches of uh, will reduce their cost. Okay, so multiple Bakamono could be in base contact yeah. with it and getting that. So yeah, you can have a boomer on each side of the 30 mil base. And they both boost for two. Hmm. And then you have um, two boomer shots, which yeah. will actually and with hit a totem and do... pole, yeah. I'm getting two extra keys yeah. in there anyway. So I'm, going to, I'm probably going to try something around that. I mean, it's also a fair amount of rice you've invested in two models, which are kind of immobile. I mean, I know they can move and shoot, but to do that, you want it to be in a location you can get to easily and where you're not in danger. Yeah. So that it's, seems okay. It's a nice little range deterrent for a Bakamono list. Yeah. When otherwise you've got the archers, which... Don't do enough. Eh, they're, no, look, no, they're, no. they're cheap models. No, no. You so don't, what I mean is you don't do enough to scare off <clears throat> scary enemy models from going places. Yeah. Whereas two boomers standing are like, well, we can boost for two. If you walk in here, it's going to hurt. It's an entirely different prospect. Yeah. So, yeah, that seemed very, in- that seemed interesting. Yeah, uh, but I didn't use that. So, uh, Track, he was fine. Like, yeah. he's melee skill too, like any Bakamono. Yeah. He's got a bit of armor, but also he can boost his melee for one key. Yeah. So he's super efficient. He's actually, for a Bakamono, can be fairly 
tanky. Yeah. For a Bakamono. Yeah. Because he can always boost himself up so that he's got a couple of dice he can throw them into yeah. defense. Um, That's fine. I, I actually found that basically against you, he just spent the whole time going, oh shit, oh, I don't like this. Well, and he tied uh, you up for a turn. Being outnumbered and afraid and then charged by Arata, who then goes like, oh, unblockable strike. I'll take your top uh, yeah. defense die away. Just means he died. Well, yeah, but I only survived that for most, I think a whole turn actually, by putting everything in defense, boosting. Yeah. Of course, wiped out my key for any other Bakamono bullshit. But yeah. still. I repeatedly forgot to use Trapping's snare ability. So when we replayed turn two and I remembered it, yeah. I did a lot better. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that changed the result of turn two quite a lot. I, I think I did that at the Masters as well. I was like, oh shit, I've got Trapping. His whole thing is, damn, it's yeah. too late now. Yeah. Um, right, I'm going to talk about the Caveback Rider because I already loved these guys. They're um, amazing. I'm just, where are we? You, you can only have one, of course, which is fine. Uh, where is he? Right, here we are. Giant cave bat. Oh no, that's not the ridden one. Yay, someone searches through a document. Fun times. Okay, here he is. So the cave bat rider, move five, cloud walk, so that's uh, great. Six cents, dodge, banzai, which means he can charge for one, one activation, uh, activation token. token uh, activation counter. Uh, I will... Call them activation tokens. Till the day I die. For the entire edition. In, well, there are mechanical reasons for them uh, being I, called counters. I, I, I know. Tokens. It will not matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, then melee skill three, uh, move five, and key two. For a start, in the current edition, they're uh, an efficient generator of key uh, for a Bakamono. You're getting a, a big model, um, and you're getting the same amount of key you would from two smaller yeah. Bakamono. Uh, I think he might have gone up in cost, effectively, but rightfully so, because Banzai is really useful, yep. especially on a move 5 Cloudwalk model. Then you add in Cavalry 3, which means that you can, before or after your action, before or after declaring and yep. executing your action, yep. you can move the model like a 3-inch walk, yep. basically, which means you can have a situation where, like, oh, I can't charge that model, even though I've got you know, 10 inch charge range, cloud walk and 10 inch charge range. Oh, now I've just lined it up better Yeah, with the three inch move. Now I can. Uh, it means you've got a threat range for one activation token of 13 inches. Which is not insignificant. It's not insignificant. And the model, you know, it, it's not a massive melee uh, model, but it's just a backline murderer. Yeah. You just go, okay, well, you better keep your backline models really far back. It's I'm also worth them. pointing out that if it's charging a model who's taking damage, it gets plus one move. Yes. So, against something who's taking damage, it can charge him from 15 inches away. Yeah. So it ties Which is the whole board, basically. Yes. Obviously, if you combine that with the boomers, it yeah. could be quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Tends to be, I mean, boomers should do a fair bit of damage when they hit. Yeah. In our game, they did a small amount of damage when they hit. I think I did like two wounds. No, we, we, so the boomer shot twice effectively because we redid turn two. Yeah. In its first shot, it did six points of damage to Tsutsu. Yeah, I mean, I can cope with that. Which, right, which, no? which is <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that plus four uh, damage strength. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the bat. Awesome, love it. Uh, only got six wounds now. I used, to, I think it was eight in the previous. Edition. Yes, you have to be a bit more careful with it. Yeah, 
but I, it's quite good. I'm sad, saddened by the loss of wounds. Uh, I do think it should get fear uh, four because uh, a buto is, you know, I can see a buto being scary for a human. Yeah, I can see a cow-sized uh, bat being pretty scared, scary for a human too. I, I would be worried. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, I think it will be getting fear for in the next uh, release of the playtest rules. They'll certainly talk about it. Yeah, which which is great. Like I, I think it, it thematically fits, and it also means that it can charge things like Buto without uh, suffering from uh, fear. Yes, uh, I mean it's a key two model, so and it's, it's, it's not, it's not cowardly. Like, yeah, worth pointing out. Well, okay, so let's use that as our little segue into cowardly on key one models. Oh dear. It's horrifying. Now, I don't have a problem with the change in mechanics such that fear on against for key one models is a problem. Yeah. It is. I think it should be. It means that you can reduce the cost of key one models. Yeah. So potentially someone could rock up with more models in this edition than last edition. Yeah. They're not generally going to unless they go, they've got a decent amount of leadership because you could just be paralysed by fear completely in a key one list. Yeah. If you then have cowardly, uh, your chances of passing is for the purposes of playing the game kind of non-existent. So your chances of passing against a fear four model is twenty five percent. Against it's fear six, bet. you're not going to do it. Like the chances of you rolling uh, two sixes in a row, really slim. And it's about three percent chance. Yeah, I don't have a problem with things which are difficult, but if you consider the um, the Bakamono Thousand Eyes list, yeah. Which is Bakamono and uh, you know, yeah, I mean, bits and pieces. You do get some Tuki Bakamono, and not all Bakamono are cowardly and stuff, but all of the generic Bakamonos are going to have a really hard time. And I know there's a key feat to take cowardly away, yeah, but it still doesn't feel like good value. Yeah, for, it's, it's one key you don't have cowardly. Uh, I asked the timing. Uh, question about that, you know, can you take the roll and then before re-rolling spend the one key? Yeah. Uh, I, I know that Jason's changing that, um, changing the way it's written. Yeah. It might be to around that, so that rather than spending one key and hoping, speculatively yeah. and then failing on the first roll, yeah. which you're really likely to do. If, right. if you can do it after you've seen if you passed or failed, it's not too bad. Mm. Doing it before you know you passed and failed it's probably a waste of key in a lot of time. And the Bakamono list needs its key for it's some of the tricks to line. to make up for the fact that it's a back, list filled with Bakamono. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. not that good unless he can do stuff. And the thing is, the thing about Bakamono, the generics, you can dogpile with them. Absolutely. Yeah. If something has Fear 4, you're not dogpiling it. No. You, you, you almost certainly won't. Uh, if you put four Bakamono in on a like lure, yeah. one of them will make it, yeah. statistically. Uh, and he will then proceed to take the head off it. Yeah, and the others are just going to stand around. God, I, well, I'm glad I didn't do that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I thought would be really cool, uh, maybe it makes it too good, but that Bakamono, uh, for instance, either lose cowardly or gain bravery, which would be great, against models which can't draw line of sight to them, because then you combine that with darkness, yeah. and then you've got a oh. bunch of goblins just jumping out of the dark. Oh, that would be really cool. But I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think that I still be on board with it. I quite like the idea of making the key feat that removes cowardly, not not change the price, but let it do more. It's like you are effectively taking. Um, do you have a do you have an upgrade which is madcap mushrooms, mushrooms of some kind? 
Mad Cat Mushrooms. Uh, so your fantasy days coming back there. Yeah. Uh, I think Nightblood Mushrooms. Not, yeah. But so effectively make it a, a, a less version of that. So you lose Cowardly and you gain a bonus or two of some kind. Maybe you lose Cowardly, you gain Aggressive and you get a, some sort of bonus to your melee output as well. Well, looking at Nightblood Mushrooms, uh, during the starting phase you may choose to have the attached model gain plus two melee strength, Aggressive, Cloud Walk, Fearless and Impetuous Marker, Tough plus one until the end phase. Yeah. All of that's pretty cool. In the end phase, you suffer two wounds. Yeah. Again, I'm okay with that. Only one rice. Yeah. So if you really need to make sure that you're bleeding an, uh, an activation off of uh, a fear-causing yeah. model, you can absolutely do it. You have to have a, sh- a Bacamona Shugenja in the list. Yeah. Uh, which then, of course, means like if, if you think Nightblood Mushrooms are an auto-include to be able to cope with fear these mm-hmm. days... It also makes then you've got to pay a Shigenja tax on top of that. Yeah. The Bakamono Shigenja are good. Yeah. If you look at, uh, I think Jung Fu is, uh, is a Shigenja. Yeah. He can do the whole thing of making people insignificant and also taking their move uh, value down by three. Which is pretty good. It's fantastic. So, you know, there are ways to deal with it in here. Um, but for me, running an all Bakamono list would be a little unlikely. The Neon Rider. Yeah. It's an expensive model now. 23 at the moment, yeah. I think. Something like that. But, I mean, it, it doesn't. Oh, it, wow. This, this wasn't in my list. Uh, but the stuff it does. Uh, so, I'm just going to find it quickly because it's, it really is worth talking about. Wu-Sang is a Shikunja. Okay. And once again, people search for stuff in a document on the podcast. Really interesting to listen to. I'm nearly there. <laughs> okay. Neon Rider. Uh, melee skill 3. Uh, move 5. Key 2. Aggressive. Sure. Banzai. Cavalry. Cloud Walk. We talked about those. I'm already a fan. Evasive. So if you really need a model in the back line killed and you're worried about zones of control... Don't worry. Neon's your boy. I think also Neon's a 40 mil base, not a 50. Yeah, like, And so. the bat is a 50, so... Yeah. It can go places the other one can't. Yeah. Fear 5, jump up, and 6th sense. 8 wounds, charging bonus, slam attack 0, plus 2 melee damage. Obviously it's got the rider, so you've got the push defence and so yeah. on. Uh, and it can gain a melee key boost of 3 in the start phase, or fearless. So again, you've got something that can deal with fear there, but also it it can it's it's a it's a model that your opponent's really gonna have to think about. Yeah. And it's generating two key, of course. So yeah, that's interesting. It's I mean what it means is that you're gonna have to and we'll see how much fear will actually play into the meta mm. once the edition gets proper going. I know that my, my the current junglist I've been testing, I don't think I've actually said what was in it, but <laughs> it runs four fear causing models. Yeah. Out of seven. Yeah. That was it was a problem for me because uh, obviously I was bringing in generic Bakamono with yeah. my key when I could, and they they just against a lot of your models just couldn't really do anything. Yeah, yeah I mean, when, and we were playing zones as well, weren't yeah. we? So they couldn't eat. Yeah, it was just, it was difficult. I mean, I could just put them in a zone. Obviously. Yeah. Of course, I came up against Kappa as well, which Kappa is... Uh, very good. Really, like, really quite tanky for the cost. 
13 wise. Yeah. Six wounds, armor two, toughness one. Yeah. Um, it's very good. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. It, I, the key feats and stuff were missing from the first print. Of the but they're the same as the current. They're the same as the current one, and it kind of doesn't need them. That's the thing for for me. The the, the Kappa is a fantastic. I need a tank somewhere. Low key yeah. tank. Well, it's not an amazing tank. No, no. But it's good enough for the cost. It it will not kill stuff really. I mean, it can. It's still melee three. It can. But what it w- absolutely will do is start up the board, and then one day into an area and go like, "Ah, uh, you're not moving me." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand. unless you put serious effort in. Yeah. Yeah, at least melee skill three, you put everything into defence, mm-hmm. and you're going to be there a long time. I mean, most models put three into defence, they're going to be there a while. Yeah. But, obviously, his his uh, traits compensate for bad rolls. And the really interesting thing with that is, if he's fighting something that's not that impressive, is you go like, oh, I'll put one into defence. Yeah. Or even go like, you have a negative to your damage roll already. I'll put nothing into defence. <laughs> and just hit you with three dice. Could be worth a gamble. Sometimes it can be. Yeah. I mean, you probably don't want to do that. If you're the active model, more likely, of course. Yeah. But that's just generic Bushido. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, right, to finish off my Savage Wave stuff, Wacker mentioned the Throw Ahead. Yeah. Um, which I love. I think it's great. Uh, he's got Dirty Fighting and Consume Soul because he's annoying. Uh, and Heave, so he can increase his range weapon uh, range. <laughs> I, I really like him. Uh, his, his throwing head, arm it's, piercing yeah. three and sharp one. It was quite scary to face. I really like that he's moved five. Yeah. That was one of the reasons he was in my uh, tournament list for yeah. last year is because then I could make him Vim. Yeah. And then I've got a Vim who can throw a rock which isn't just aggressive but it also can block charge lanes. Yeah. Less so in the new edition but really useful in the old edition. Yeah. Uh, as well as being it moved really tough, fast. fear five then he's fit six now uh loads of wounds and yeah tough and he's got strong as well of course so yeah i, I really like the new whacker he's basically the special card whacker yeah and i think most most models which had special, special cards are now the special version now closer to the special card version mostly because the special card version was just straight up better well it was trying to balance actually it was trying to go oh these models don't work so well so yeah. there's an opportunity to bring them up to yeah uh, I mean the only one I've really used was Akimoto and Red Akimoto yeah and one of them you should use that was a special card and one of them you shouldn't which was the normal one was was absolute hot garbage (laughs) Red Akimoto quite useful yeah for the cost especially yeah he he was good I I used him very successfully in my Eater list it was very good Um, and yeah so that's all good but yeah I think that's all I've got to say about the subject at the moment my uh, Savage Wave collection is quite small. The only other thing that I would be able to generally run would be the Kaihei, the yeah. dogs. And I couldn't really run that with the other things that I had for what I wanted to try no, out. No, yeah. Uh, the problem with the animals is they're not really going to do any objective stuff. Yeah. But, uh, and also you kind of have to take Yusha to make them really good. And I'm just not a massive fan of Yusha's model. Uh, yeah, and it also becomes like the more models you have to take to make other stuff work, the module gets bigger and bigger. And suddenly yeah. you're like, oh, you're taking this and a couple of additions. And I just think I want to take the Alpha and four Kaihai. <laughs> I just, I want to. I, mean, yeah. I, I have the models, they're really cool. Uh, for those that don't know, I do sculpting for uh, GCT, and the Kaihai were the first models that I sculpted. 
Nice. Uh, and before I sculpted them, I'd never actually done a quadruped. I'd only <laughs> done some like humans. So I was, I had this combination of like, oh, I've never done that shit. And also, this is the company I really want to work for because I love the game. Yeah. And, uh... yeah. Uh, and also a weird thing about the concept art where these dogs had basically bicep muscles. Dogs, dogs don't have bicep muscles. But fine. Yeah. They're demon dogs. Uh, so I, I bought them because I really wanted to run the models that I first yeah. had. So I, w- I will try that out again at some point. The idea that the Kai Hai now have, um, I think if you get the Kai Hai Alpha, yeah. then uh, they get coordinated attack. Yes, I think it's something uh, like that. Oh, they already ha- uh, oh, no, hold on. Do you, do they, you, do you have coordinated attack, basic. Coordinated attack Kai Hai. It's, oh, yeah. it's just on the base model. Yeah. Let's just scroll down a bit. Slam attack zero, dodge one, fear four. Yeah. Light footed. Slam attack zero on them is amazing. Especially since they have vengeance prone and immobilized. So the first <laughs> first goes in. Oh, you're not prone. I forget what... Vi- oh, yes, yes, okay. And then the, the rest of them can follow up and tear you to bits. Uh, and the... Yes, so the alpha gives other friendly Kaiho models in the warband bravery and group, which is group activation. Yeah. So that means... Now that the Kai Hai are all on one card, yeah, it means that all four of them get to activate at once. You c- you can absolutely screw yourself by uh, giving your opponent loads of activations after you're completely done. Yes, it's uh, it be aware, you... but yeah, well, I mean, you could potentially run in, do lots of slam attacks, and go like, "I have now knocked your entire front line down." Yeah. Uh, let me just check group quickly. All models represented by this profile card activate in the same single activation. It's not a choice. Interesting. So if you bring the alpha, they are activating together. They have to, yeah. Interesting. So it, it really is a double-edged sword, that. Yeah. But still, I just I really like the idea. Um, at 12 rice for the alpha. Eight you know, for each Kai Hai. So that's actually, they, I think they've gone down in cost because I think they were five and nine in the previous. Edition. Yeah, so that cool. is fifty-two. Oh, the alpha is only six rice in the current edition version. Oh, like if you if you convert the yeah. currency, essentially, that's interesting. Because I think I think he was nine and got a discount. I, I think anyway, anyway, so I want to try them out at some point. Yeah, I do really like the idea of just like. Cave bat rider, neon rider, and then uh, high high. But then, of course, we come up against objectives. I'm like, doing shit uh, oh, I brought a list where no one can interact with objectives. This might be a problem. Oh, there is one model which I fielded, which I haven't mentioned. I need to talk about quickly, which is Hiretsuna, the ninja. Oh uh, yes, uh, he's a sideboard model, and that's all he can ever be right he, now. He's very good. At, he's pretty good at objectives, but he can do nothing else. Yeah. He, He's got camouflage zero, and the chances of you getting cover in this it's edition high. are really high, which is fine, but you put him in a zone, he's Dead. not going to get cover, so he will die. So he's not really good for zones. You can't have him... Well, you could have him as a Vim, I suppose. Yeah. But he, the second someone gets around the camouflage, he, he's dead. Oh, I'm bringing sharks to your sixth sense. What is that? Oops. <laughs> uh, so he is really... You're, you're playing scenario objective and... He's fantastic at that. The fact mm-hmm. that he can, for a simple, I think it's a simple action key feat, he can move and turn an objective. Yeah. Very good. It's, it's beautiful. But that that's sort of all he does. So for me, he's never going to be in... Uh, a main list. You're only going to play him if you use one of the running lists where you can swap yeah. him up. It's worth pointing out that he is a Ronin. 
Yeah, ninjas can use him as well. Yes, uh, I, I think know. he. I think he's less useful for for ninjas. I think so. Yeah. But I would like to see. I mean, the model does have throwing knives on him, so I'd quite like to see him gain uh, the same throwing knives as I think it's Kuhei in uh, the ninjas. I think so. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to be particularly good with them, but it gives him something else to do and something where he doesn't have to be in melee combat with someone because that yeah. will not end well. Uh, here we go. I found him. Oh, okay. He might be getting a ranged attack. Uh, yeah, so being a retainer, I have access to some of the stuff before it's published. Proposed uh, upcoming as, changes, Yeah, so I, I can see some of the draft stuff. So it looks like he is getting some ranged uh, attack stuff. I'm not going to say what it is in case it changes, but uh, that's. I, I think that, that will make him much more likely to be included in a... In, in in, a, actually in a list which doesn't have a sideboard or included yeah. in a sideboard I still think he's a great sideboard model yes I, I can imagine having a sideboard where let's say I've got Wacker in the main list because I love him as a Vim yeah and then I in uh, in a scenario objectives game I'd swap Wacker out for Heretzna and someone else I can totally see yeah. doing that for tournaments that would be really good um, anyway so that's uh, that's my thoughts on Savage Wayne and that's probably Sounds like it's going to be it. Sounds like my son's waking up a little bit. Uh, so that, that'll be it for now. We'll probably do another podcast on more thoughts later on. Yeah. Because it's going to be a little while. Uh, what I will say is... Silent War Games Club in Portsmouth, in yeah. the UK, if anyone needs that clarifying, will be running a 100 Rice tournament in the new edition. Yes. So it, it's a playtesting tournament. Uh, I think it should be good fun. 31st of March. 31st of March. Last, last Sunday of March. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's £10. It has been advertised on the Bushido the Game Facebook group, and obviously it's on the club's website. I will post it up again in the group. Yeah. Uh, and it's on the Bushido forums as well. Yes. Uh, it's always pretty good fun. It's quite... Uh, everyone's very been very friendly in the past. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I will be running it... Uh, hopefully not playing in it because the two things are quite hard and I imagine with the playtest edition yeah there will be, be lots of, lots of questions it's also I mean it's, it's traditionally has been very friendly to new people or people who's not who's rusty because that yeah. uh, is actually most of us <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, we, we all play a lot of games so uh, yeah uh, other things that uh, I, I've been working on a like a blank profile card for the next edition for people to just write out their own stuff on because I know that printing out a sheet of A4 can be a bit boring. Admittedly, writing out an entire card could also be pretty tedious, but I'm going to put it up there and people are willing to uh, yeah. are free to use. Well, that. I mean, what you could do is for things for some of them like you can just write titles on like you don't have to write out the full text of the key feed if you know what your key feed does and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they, I'll be putting those up. Um, I think that's probably it. Uh, as far as Mastercraft and Miniatures goes, uh, I've got some 3D printed uh, terrain coming out, which is from 3D Alien Worlds. Lots of quite nifty 3D terrain. Yeah, yeah. I got the rights to produce that stuff a while back, and uh, I had a massive contract with the NHS to deal with, uh, which is now over, so I'm starting to print up a little stock. Those will be available pretty soon. Uh, I've also got some resin sashimono that uh, people yeah. who are into Bushido might might like. Yeah. Uh, and that is about it, I think. So 
we'll be back with another episode, probably about Bushido. <laughs> probably. Uh, hopefully sooner. Yes. Yeah. I, Definitely sooner. I think, fact. actually, it's proven today that we can do a podcast with Owen around and my wife away. Yeah. It's patchy <laughs> and yeah, occasionally it takes noisy. It takes a little longer than normal, but yeah, that's fine. That is okay. If anything, it uh, prevents us waffling too much. Yes. That's exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah, so. it, 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 it takes more than the baby to, to stop us from diverging. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, another, there's another thing that uh, BonesCon is next weekend as we record this. Yes. Which ninth? Would be the 9th? Yeah. Uh, 9th of Feb. Yeah, so there's a Bushido tournament going on there. Which, uh, the ninth would be the Saturday. Yes, it? Yeah. which means that neither of us can go. Yeah, I can't go because I've got first aid uh, training. And I'm working. And you're so. working. Uh, yeah, but people should definitely go to that. It's an official tournament run by GCT. Jason, the guy who writes all the rules, will be there so he can uh, answer some questions. You can badger him about changes you want to models. Yeah, he'll ignore you, but you know, be polite, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, does. he definitely pays attention to everyone, everything people have um, to say. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. If you want input into the new edition, you should definitely try it out and then go to the Facebook group or the forums yeah. and post because you've, so far they've been quite receptive to feedback and Absolutely. ideas and changes will happen based on feedback yeah, quite the, rapidly. The thing that Jason isn't going to want is people theory crafting about stuff. It's got to be on the board testing because yeah. if you... If you provide him with a bunch of stats about the odds of a roll happening, he will have run those numbers. He knows that that key one models are going to have trouble with fear. Yeah, he has run those numbers a year ago. So, test results is what he wants. He yeah. wants actual gameplay results. Um, so that's Bonescom. Go. It's fun. They do lots of other stuff as well. It's a three day. Uh, it's a good time event in Guildford. Uh, then after that, there's RobinCon. GCT are going to that. It's in Nottingham. Yes. And uh, Graham and I are going up, and we've got a stall uh, actually next to the GCT stall. Yeah. Uh, as Mastercrafted Miniatures, it's the first non-salute show I will be going to. Uh, should be interesting, and is a good excuse to go to Warhammer World and uh, see what's going on up there. Haven't I been for a while. Don't think I've been since. Oh my lord! At least a decade. Yeah, it's very different now. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. You, you would hope so. That deep, yeah. re-de- redecorated inside the last ten years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that is that is definitely all the notices now. Yes, I think I'm done. So uh, I guess we'll talk to you soon. I don't know if Owen, who's woken up from his nap, is going to say goodbye. Can you say goodbye? No. Goodbye. Making squirrely sounds with your mouth doesn't count. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Say goodbye. Or just anything. No. <laughs> no. You're dragging this out now. It's embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Find Robot Dice Explosion at robotdiceexplosion.com at rde underscore podcast at Twitter and Robot Dice Explosion. <laughs>